structure that the most interesting ones I find are um, um, people are people are uh, periscope their bus journeys. Uh-huh. So I was watching a guy in Scunthorpe on a bus journey the other day. I was watching a guy a, in Paris, a place that I've only ever not Paris, uh, mm. Scunthorpe. Uh, in the 1980s, yeah. it was a thing that teenagers, yeah, teenage boys especially, talked about a lot. Might never have even existed, as far as I knew. Yeah. But it was it was uh, before we had Viz. Yeah, we got almost all of the stuff we later got from Viz. Yeah, just from the name of the place, Scunthorpe. Yeah. It's like any sort of internet video thing. There's a lot of young um, men and women just basically got the camera pointed at themselves. And I'm not really sure why. Yeah, Um, just they're pretty. But there's some interesting stuff. There was a guy who was at the Epcot Centre in the Butterfly House, was live periscoping what he was doing in the Butterfly House, which was interesting. It's quite a good... See... It's one of those, there are so many services like Twitter mm. or like Facebook or whatever where you can see with the name mm. and Vine and things like that, you can see with yeah. the name that they've come up with it and, and you can almost, without knowing the rationale mm. behind the name, you can sort of get that it's tangentially related to what it is, yeah. but you can't, that's not really how you use it like Twitter. I don't use Twitter in a mm. tweety bird way. Because uh, that's basically uh, Twitter was originally created with the intention of people only using it to uh, report times when they had taught taught they tore puddy tat. Yeah, that's true. I, I, I don't and know. It's I think developed. I, I use it properly. I just use it for random non sequiturs. So you don't. Well, surely a non sequitur is is random by its very definition, isn't it? So it was. In terms of Twitter, I've only seen you mention where you've seen a cat. Maybe yeah. one in every a hundred. Hmm. And more often than not, when I think I've seen a buddy cat, I have, because yeah. it's Frankie, and sat, is it in sat, your on house? A, sat on a nest. Yeah. Now, he managed to, we've got birds nesting in our, um, uh, got a big uh, laurel mm-hmm. hedge. Is this story going to upset me? No, it's good. Okay, good. We were really worried, though, because we know we've got blackbirds mm-hmm. nesting in it, and they come back every year um, with varying degrees of success. How can you tell they're blackbirds? Can you hear them singing in the dead of night? Yes, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I can know uh, because of um, them flying out the hedge and clearly being blackbirds. Black. Well, no, not the female. She's brown. So you're profiling them. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah, no, I carry. am profiling blackbirds. I think that's an acceptable thing to do. Yeah, I think I'm so. I'm profiling in so much as I've identified them as the bird they are. Um, and yeah, varying degrees of success. Some years, like they've lost the nest. The nest is tipped out because it's not been very well. Um, constructed, but this year they're nice high up, nice and high up and really, um, secure. But the other day we saw F- Frankie's been climbing up inside because he can hear them and it's driving him around the bench. Yeah. Because he wants to hunt and kill. Yeah. Um, because it's what he does. Um, uh, and I looked inside the bush and I, oh crap, he sat on a nest. I'm like, shit. But looked up further, could still see the nest. He sat in an old nest ah. looking at the new nest and he can't get to the new nest. They're upwardly mobile birds. Yeah, they're very clever. I am talking to birds. I was, uh, I was in the back garden the other day and I, there was a great sort of commotion down the end of the, uh, 
that this is something I could have used Periscope for had yeah. I had, had had my brain working um, at an appropriate speed. There's a big kerfuffle and a, a pigeon flew off with sort of feathers trailing off behind it and then landed in the, uh, a, a, a sparrowhawk, landed in the middle of the uh, the garden looking a bit pissed off at itself. Sparrowhawk's a bird of prey, yeah? It is a bird of prey. It, try, it basically it tried to take the um, the pigeon um, and then failed and then sat in the middle of the garden looking a bit grumpy. That would have been cool. You should have periscoped that. I should or have find it because he was up in the um, he was up in the big oak tree at the bottom of the garden. For it's quite funny when I talk about my garden, you wouldn't think it's in the middle of an urban sprawl. It sounds no. quite bucolic, doesn't it? But well, it's a massive garden in the middle is, of a yeah. in the middle of a. You wouldn't even un- yeah you wouldn't understand that it's even there. It's super think. enclosed. I mean, you can yeah. hear you can hear the world going on around you, but it is beautifully enclosed. And we've got several trees. Um, most of which are in neighbours' gardens, but loads of trees around us as well. It's really, we're quite very lucky. Because of the nature of our new house. Mm. Your beautiful new house. Thank congratulations. You. Uh, thank you. But all of the houses down that street, they kind of look like, um, they're, they're quite nice big detached. They look quite big from the front. And nearly all of them it's have It's nice old Georgian like, house yeah. stock that, 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 that's quite prevalent in um, um, uh, Southampton, isn't it? Although apparently they were built, they were built about 70 years ago. Is that still Georgian? No, Georgian's a couple of hundred years ago, isn't it? I don't really know. Depends, depends which King George is talking about. I, the most recent one. Okay. Uh, so the, the, but they, they look quite big from the house and everyone's done them up from the front and everyone's done them up quite nicely mm. at the front and ours has been done up quite nicely. And you'd expect quite big gardens behind those, mm. but they're exactly the opposite because it's built into a hill. Mm-hmm. So although different people have done inventive things with mm. their gardens, they've nearly all got half a garage in there. Yeah. Uh, sticking out into it and they're built into a hill so like we've got it's quite a large i think it's it's, it feels like it's got a larger footprint than your last garden it it doesn't at all though really no our our last our last garden had a little bit of concrete Mm. probably about the same size bit of concrete and then a whole long green it was very long and thin though and then it had that giant vegetable patch you could have made a nice little cricket square in the middle though yeah whereas this one uh, you go up some, you go out and there's a patio and, uh, you, uh, go up some steps. Well, I think that's what makes it look bigger because there's, there's some There's a steps. nice ste- terrace in there so it looks a little bit like Machu Picchu. Yeah, I don't know what that is. That's the, the Aztec, um, uh, uh city. So, I mean, anyway, as, as I understand it, if you'd used Vine to video that bird, yeah. it would have flown down. Yeah. Looked a bit pissed off and then instantly flown down. Looked a bit pissed off, yeah. and and I would have been trying to make it stop, and it just wouldn't. It just yeah. keep looping. Yeah. Um, but Periscope, it, it, at first, it sounds like one of those non sequitur names, mm. but then you think about it, and actually, yeah, it's, it's like a really good name. It's like you're putting your Periscope yeah. up. You're, we're yeah. all in submarines. We're all in these enclosed submarines, man. And it's linked to Twitter, so you're in the the Twitter submarine, yeah. And and all of a sudden you put your periscope up and you twit because it, it's that's what I liked about it into your real world into what yeah. I like to call meat space. I could hop, I could, <laughs> I could hop over into periscope and I'm kind of there's a community already there that are, are broadcasting that I already follow in Twitter. So it's people that I've you know I've taken time to to um, you know vet, cultivate, vet, curate, vet. I uh, should set up a social network primarily designed for people. Who want to meet new people called Meat Space, spelled M-E-E-T. And then I should attach a hookup site to it called Meat Space for people who want to see each other's. You should. I can't believe that's not already been done. Sure it has. Must be.
So anyway, this is Two Grown Men. Hello. It's been a while. That's yeah. the beginning of a rap song, I'm yeah, sure. It's, it's been a while. You've been um, very busy, though, haven't you? could say that. You've been... You, you, you like to cram in monumental moments into a smaller time period as possible. Yeah. So I got my uh, first seven tattoos. Yep. And uh, uh, I got my junk pierced, because mm-hmm. apparently I'm not allowed to use it anymore anyway. I wouldn't. Um, and... Uh, and we had a baby. Congratulations. Our, se- our second baby. Young Max. There was a, a, I did a very tired episode of this. Mm-hmm. I think the morning after, um, the day after he was born, uh, Max Jacob Papa Constantino, uh, so get on stealing his identity if that's how you're inclined. Yeah. Um, uh, and he was born, and then the following, he was born on one Friday, and then the following Friday we moved house, mm. which uh, anyone who's been paying a bit of attention, I don't know how often we've talked about it on the show, uh, but anyone who knows me mm. uh, from uh, the real world as well, yeah. Abraham and Julianne, and anyone who knows me, as Carter the Unstoppable Sex Machine once mm-hmm. said, um, the, the I don't know anyone called Abraham and Julianne. But anyway, uh, I know Father Abraham did a uh, uh, an album with the Smurfs. Yeah, it, not him though. Okay, uh, and he's probably uh, dead by now. I imagine. Probably, you'd hope, wouldn't you? Well, maybe you never know. The Smurfs might have um, given him mystical powers of longevity. Were the Diddy Men just off? Were, were they just like you know when you've got a, a, a rose or something? Yeah, and then you grow little. Uh, little roses yeah, right. from the offcuts. Yeah. Are the Diddy men like that for Ken Dodd? I, I really don't know. they all look know. a bit like him. I guess so. They came from Nutty Ash, which is part of, uh, is uh, an area in Liverpool, isn't it? And that's where he's from. I guess. So they're part of a cloning program. So they could have been like mini me's. Yeah. For M- Ken Dodd. Mini Dodds. Yeah. Uh, which is almost as good a name for them as. Which is funny, he's one, of, man. he's one of those celebrities from that time. People always uh, knocked him for being, like, mean and and tight with his money. He always got lots of bad press all his life. Not being you treat, is he? No. Whereas the, the ones that you treat, people were too scared to talk about them. And the interesting thing about Ken Dodd, I'm sure we must have talked about this mm. before, is that if you were going to look at uh, the... If you had a, a series of photographs yeah. of celebrities from the time... yeah. And um, or and you were just looking at the personas yeah. of a series of people, mm. at, uh, celebrities at the time. We're all uh, kind of armchair profilers in this regard. Well, Victorian profilers. Yeah, well, yeah. And I think prior to prior to seeing who's actually been netted yeah. by Utree, most of us would have said, "Oh, Kendall must be." Yeah. But actually, no. He's just a very nice man. No, and the reason he looks like that is because Ken Dog's dog state. Because Ken Dodd's dog's dead. Oh, that's depressing. He always seems very happy, but at this point in his he life... He the dog. Oh, at this point in his life, uh, it's the sort of happiness that looks more like desperation. Because he's still got all that energy, but that much energy in someone his age always he, just looks a bit been, worrying. He's been blessed with more than his share of happiness, hasn't he? Yes. Uh, it's a, a penis, a penis... Happiness is a thing that he yeah. possesses. I um, thank the Lord that I've been blessed with more my share of a penis. <laughs> so, so, uh, so yes, we uh, we moved house and we had a baby. That stuff about tattoos um, and 
uh, piercings. That hasn't happened. I still haven't had my first tattoo. How, how does it feel now? To obviously, you, you, I guess your family's now the size that you, you said you're not allowed to have sex anymore. So, I presume that you're not intended to have any further children. I um, yeah. I mean, we had kind of talked about only wanting mm. to anyway. But at mm-hmm. the same time, we both quite liked. We're very happy to. We're very happy to have Max, and we're very happy. There was no moment of hesitation mm. when he was born, and we saw that he was a boy. Of saying, mm. "Oh, can we send him back?" Because yeah. we didn't know what he was going to be. We were just very happy, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I've repeated "very happy" enough times now that it probably sounds like I'm trying to fool myself. But it's just mm. exhaustion. I'm sorry, James. How, do, and how does it feel now? Obviously, you've got the you've got the family that. You want a lovely family, uh-huh. wonderful family. I mean, we wanted a girl. You've moved, and you've moved. Well, yeah, of course. Uh-huh. And you, although, to be fair, if we had another, I'd be, um, I'd probably still want a girl more than a boy. I really love bringing up a girl. I, I it, it's more than no, it's more Let me than qualify no- that. I love bringing up Scarlet. Yeah, very specifically. It's more the novelty of it. Yeah. That like, and Max, I think, is going to be very different from Noah. Anyway. Um, uh, because for a start, he's going to get less attention than Noah did. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of second child stuff that's going to happen with him sure. anyway. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I had always kind of, well, not joked, but I thought, well, maybe we'd have another one. Mm. If this was an, if this was a girl, then, then that's, there's something quite tidy. Uh, you know, I'm a bit OCD and a bit pattern, pattern, mm-hmm. uh, my, pattern. my pattern recognition is, uh, general pattern recognition is uh overcharged but that's quite and a good that's quite a good pattern it's boy boy i mean they match it's very samey when there's like a, at least two genders available to you mm. uh it, it seems like why wouldn't you have a, a a mismatched pair as long as but then of course if we had two boys and then a girl then you'd be like well, we've got yeah. to have another girl really otherwise it's just weird yeah. but anyway so um but the labor this time um uh the Everyone told Amy that the second one mm. would be easier than the first mm. one. I'm I'm presuming that she's going around now and punching each of those people squarely in the face. She would if she had the energy, but she's mm. just been knackered. She we got to the hospital. She came to me on the Thursday morning at about six a.m., having already been awake with contractions for two hours. Okay, and said to me, "I think we might need to go to the hospital," but she wasn't sure at that point. Mm-hmm. And then within half an hour, she was really sure that we needed to. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, we got in touch with you. Yes. And um, Nicola very kindly came and fetched Noah. You had mm-hmm. Noah for a lot longer than I think any of us expected. Yeah, I didn't and anticipate her. We can talk about that later. I, yeah. I was surprised how stressful I found it. <laughs> Really? And, and or having a toddler in the house. Yeah, even yeah. though um, even though Noah is an exceptionally well-behaved little boy, is um, lovely to be around. He's full of smiles. He loves cuddles. He's not particularly difficult to get off to sleep. But just having to go back a couple of years and get into that mindset of of having a toddler, I found I was going to say excruciating. That's not fair because that would be unfair to Noah because he was wonderful. Mm-hmm. But um, I found it really hard. They're I was in shocked. everything. I was shocked. Well, he didn't, he didn't, didn't ruin anything. Well, no, but I mean, but you, you have to constantly be watching, like, mm. just something like your back step. Yeah. Where by now, mm. I imagine you've had a few tumbles, but Scarlett knows how to get in and out T- of the house touch, without. Touch wood. I'm going to, I'm going to 
touch wood. Scarlet, I don't... I don't, oh no, maybe she has taken a tumble. I can't remember her ever taking a tumble out the back. She must have taken a tumble out of our back step because it is such a big step out. But even just a toddler can get onto a sofa, yeah. but getting off a sofa, you always yeah. have to be keeping an eye on them mm. and stuff like that. So it's sort of... Although, to be fair, as Scarlet proved the other day, I brought her in from the car. She was asleep, putting her on, put her on our bed, walked away, and the next minute I heard was a crash and a, a cry, and she'd managed to fall straight off of our bed. So yeah, I imagine I imagine yeah. they don't properly get their coordination until they're in their 30s. She didn't enjoy me laughing at oh. all. I, my instinctive reaction to children losing it is kind of to laugh. Yeah. I think we can't help it as grown-ups, and it's... And, and now at four years old, Scarlett makes it even worse because she gets that sort of kiddie rage about mm. asking, telling you to stop laughing, and that's even funnier. That's just the funniest thing. You have it's to like really bite your tongue. It's like being berated by a munchkin. It is You're very just not going to take so, it yeah. seriously. But so um, we dropped off Noah with you, and where previously, because Noah was induced, mm. um, so uh, Amy was induced to give birth to Noah mm. which uh, in case the listener doesn't know they give uh, you the, the, they don't give you because they don't give me an injection they give the uh, lady an injection of uh, hormones or, or something and it uh, they they end up doing it they normally they'll do it they do it once early in the morning mm. and then they see what happens in the next hour and if that doesn't it's mm. designed to bring on labor they inject them full of pregnancy juices yeah which um and it's for it's normally for in this country i think it's 10 days or 12 days after the due date mm. of when a baby's due in in other countries that varies and i think you get to choose whether mm. you want to do it or not anyway but amy was convinced that no that um that max as he turned out to be uh, was was going to be as late as Noah was, and mm-hmm. we had a date booked for the induction and everything. But what happened with the induction was, uh, we had our morning injection that nothing seemed to be happening. I think so. We went for the second one, which is around lunchtime, and that's when everything kicked off. And by the time Amy Amy started having contractions a little while after that, and then once labour started, it lasted a long time but the whole process of starting contractions and then giving birth to him happened yeah. over a much shorter time than i think normally happens so everyone was saying that um so he was born by the like m- later on that same day i think getting the dates getting the dates and times very confused i left at about 4 a.m but mm-hmm. it was like around midnight that that's so um everyone had told her it was going to be easier and Actually, what happened was she went into, she started having contractions naturally at 4 a.m. on the Thursday. Uh, Labour itself didn't really start until, well, basically he wasn't born until about 4 or 5 a.m. the following day. So she was in quite a lot of pain for most of that. He was, um, he was, uh, it's called back to back. So he, his head was pointing in the right direction, mm-hmm. which hadn't been the case for all of Noah's, you know, all of the time Noah's mm-hmm. in there. But his back was flat to her back, mm-hmm. which apparently makes delivery very difficult. So she was going through the contractions, yeah. but n- nothing was really happening. I admit I was a little bit delirious for the actual delivery because Amy was in, was awake for mm-hmm. the whole time. I managed to, I was sitting on a very uncomfortable chair mm-hmm. in the corner, which, you know, I think is uh, equivalent to what she was going through. Um, I, I was sat on a very uncomfortable chair um, and I'd managed to finally get something to eat after being mm-hmm. there for about like 
because they kept bringing her sandwiches that she didn't want to eat, so I was snacking on those. Right. But I actually got something proper to eat around midnight-ish, and I was catching catnaps on the the little chair in the corner of the room. So a a lot of the main event, I was kind of drifting in Mm -hmm. and out of. Um, And... So I'm not entirely clear on the four hours immediately leading up to. I, I was like, I only, I probably only got about an hour of sleep altogether, an hour mm. and a half of sleep, but it was kind of broken up, and I was a little bit yeah. delirious. So I was there for the delivery. I was awake for the delivery, and I was there the whole time. But it was all a bit of a dreamlike state for me. For Amy, I think it was a bit more real, more hell on earth. Yeah, um, uh, I saw it happen a lot more than I did last time. I'm not going right. to go into any more detail than that, mm-hmm. probably. Uh, but it is very, very, it is very, very weird. And I was the first person to notice what gender he was because the midwives were more concerned about getting everything cut. But I was like, let's mm-hmm. have a quick look. Yeah. Don't cut that off. No, no. Uh, he, I was worried that he would be less endowed than Noah was because Noah wasn't very end- endowed. Uh, and everyone sort of said that it doesn't grow. Like, well, I mean, obviously it grows mm. as they get older, but equivalent size. Mm-hmm. But no, I think I think things are going. Okay. See, I let's don't don't take the I don't misunderstand what I'm saying. Mm. I'm not saying it matters to me mm. how, uh, from an aesthetic point of view, they're perfect. It doesn't matter. Uh, but for me, there's a certain amount of guilt involved. If he turns out, you're passing on your small dick. Genius. Yeah, and okay. I and I uh, and that upsets me. So I, I want him to overcome. Uh, you know, you, ideally with your child, you don't want. Well, I don't think this is the case with a lot of people actually. Mm. Um, but I think you'd probably agree with with me on this. What you want ideally for your child, you don't necessarily want them to be an astronaut or anything. Mm. You just want you just want them to, be to have a big you. dick. Oh, okay, sorry. You, you want the things that you don't like about yourself. Yeah. You 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 want, and a lot of which you mm. you you know you you that came from your upbringing. You want them to have a better life than you did. Yeah, That's absolutely. how it's supposed to be. Mm. And a lot of that, you know, that gets co- uh, converted into spoiling sometimes, and can yeah. actually backfire quite mm. a lot. But um, but at the at the bare minimum, you want uh, if there's something wrong with you, like if you had asthma mm-hmm. or something like that, you'd hope, you'd worry that they yeah. pick up certain things but you'd hope that they wouldn't and so yeah when i look at their little uh, little uh, baby penises mm. and they seem disproportionately quite small i do worry and we've been told that they they don't that i i pass that on um and i i might have asked amy a few uh, a, a, a few questions about her family <laughs> That she shouldn't really be qualified to answer, but had opinions on anyway. Well, no. Um, I, if you're talking about her father, I'd be amazed if she, you know, Scarlett sees me naked all the time. Yeah, but it should probably be enough to put her off men, <laughs> pretty much permanently. You're a fine figure of a man. Oh, far from it at the moment. To be honest with you, she's gonna. Whenever anyone, if anyone ever wonders mm. what it takes to, uh, what sort of person you know, those uh, mm. the books that became very. That people talked about them a lot last year. The ones about the woman having the erotic relationship with the bear, mm. like an actual bear, not a, a big bearded yeah. gay man. Mm. Um, and people were like, it became a bit of a thing on the internet and, and elsewhere. Mm. Uh, the, the, the people talking about this book, and, and yeah, it really exists. Mm. Really, let's read an excerpt from it and stuff like that. And if you ever wondered what sort of person writes a book like that, I mm. imagine it's it's uh, it's someone who grew up with a father. Somewhat like you, because it's difficult not to be, uh, 
not to look up at this Tower of James, which I, you know, I have the, some experience of. The Tower of James. The Tower of James mm. and think that's, that's what I want to, I'd like him to cry less, it's but that's what done. I want from a, a person. I, um, oh, I had a, a, a horrible session of it Saturday night. Had a, the depression's going great. Okay, um, good. Well, I mean, as long as you're working on it. No, I'm having a quite a down day today, but I did, I'm having more good days than bad. But I, uh, Saturday was a weird one. We went to see my, um, my mum and her fella. Uh, and for the first time, my mum, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop if it sets me off again, because it's really set me off Saturday evening. Mm-hmm. But, um, Nicola, we went to a, a playground near where they live. They live, um, in Ferndown in Dorset, which is a lovely little retirement place. Place, basically. It's, it's, I'd say probably skewed very heavily towards, um, older individuals. Um, so it has that weird soporific air about it, which is, I find quite strange. But, uh, we went to the playground. Uh, Nikki and Scarlett were in the playground, and for the first time, my mum asked me, my mum invited me to open up about my counselling mm-hmm. and about the things that had been, that I'd been talking about. And actually, for the first time, she, she genuinely wanted to hear about, um, what the drivers in my depression had been and actually seemed genuinely concerned, which I, um, I felt, I felt a bit overwhelmed by on, mm-hmm. on the Saturday evening. So I said to Nicola, it's like, well, all my adult life, I've not, I'm always very jealous of her because her parents are very supportive and um, I've always had quite a standoffish and quite a difficult relationship with mum so it was really weird to like for the first time in my adult life all of a sudden she felt really supporting in a way that I'd not felt since I was really, really young, you know. Mm -hmm. It was very strange, very emotional moment. Uh, I've got a couple of questions. Okay. Do you know what changed? Because she hasn't been understanding about it in the... When we've talked about it in the past, it's, bit, it's a bit weird for someone of her generation to she, have to she, deal with, isn't it? She's going, uh, she's going in for major surgery soon. Right. So, <laughs> oh, okay. So, uh, a hip replacement, right. but obviously it's a major piece of, um, uh, orthopedic surgery. Um, but she'll be fine. She's in very good hands. Um, I, I don't, I don't know, to be honest with you, what I finally sort of got her to the point. I mean, she still listened in the way that she normally listens to me, which is as soon as I pause to try and th- carefully think about what it is i'm going to say next she will fill that silence immediately i am um, see the, the and this isn't to undermine this isn't to undermine nicola's parents mm. at all good because uh, i it, this it's the same there's a similar thing happening with amy's parents and i think mm. amy's parents are wonderful mm. but at the same time i do think that uh when we talk about how much more supportive and you know, I'm not. I'm not giving your mum or my parents a free pass at mm. all on this either. But at the same time, is Nicola quite easy to be? Isn't it quite? Isn't it easier to be support supportive parents to someone like Nicola and Amy because they've turned out okay, haven't they? But the, yeah, I think I think that then becomes a chicken and egg conversation. Yeah, I mean, part of the reason they've turned out okay mm. is because they've got relatively fit. But yeah. like at the same time. Amy's family, Amy would never feel that her upbringing was strict, but she was definitely, they've got a very clear right and sense of right and wrong, mm-hmm. and that's from their parents. It, hap- sure. it happens to be a good sense of right and wrong as far as I'm concerned, yeah, you know, yeah. it makes sense. Mm. But at the same time, it, it's such a, it's not just a different background to mine because her parents mm. are nicer, it's, 
Like there think, are, there's a more hands-on approach to the parenting has gone yeah. on there anyway, so they've got a more clear sense of how it's I think, supposed to be. I think it's just a matter of, yeah, I think they were more present. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the one of the issues I talked about a lot in counselling when it came to my depression was the fact that I felt very much after a certain point in my early childhood, dad, my dad just wasn't present at mm-hmm. all. He sort of became a visitor into my life rather than being a permanent presence. Whereas, um, I felt very much feel like um, I have a similar ethos to to Nicola's mum and dad is at this particular point in my life the most important thing to me is I'm being a parent mm. and that's that's what this phase of my life is all about and it's my main focus I'm not completely selfless by any stretch of the imagination yeah. but it is my primary thought so what am I now what how do I define myself now well at the moment I define myself as being Scarlett's dad and that's the most important thing I've got on my plate it's uh, it's worth interjecting at this point because I we haven't really mentioned it before. Uh, we speak to you from the studio uh, at my workplace that we quite often mm. we generally record in. This is my first day back at work after it three is, weeks, yeah. so I'm thinking about this quite a lot. Mm. It's actually been quite a lovely day because everyone knows that we've yeah. moved and they've been following the fact that it's taken over over a year for this mm-hmm. to happen but uh, and also they know about um about my son and they mm. sent me a very nice card and stuff so i'm getting a very different different experience at work today than i normally get mm. anyway um but i think even if i had this mm. entirely healthy and happy relationship with work mm-hmm. i would i would be finding today very weird because i didn't like yeah. leaving home very much at all no. um Add to that, it's now a 50-minute walk, whereas previously it was a 20-minute walk, and my hey, trainers are not designed for it. That's not as bad as I thought it might be, actually. Um, it, I had about the same when I lived on Winchester Road in Southampton. I had about the same, but I had the privilege of strolling through the common. Yeah, you see, uh, if I could walk on grass or something, I think I'd just mm. be a bit more comfortable, but it's my. I, you, thought, I thought my chest mm, and back had hurt, yeah. but actually it's my feet. I would strongly recommend that you go to um, a shropodist and just have them check to see if you you maybe need some arch supports if you're getting very sore feet. Buy yourself more sensible shoes, sir. No, I definitely need more sensible shoes. Or we'll go on Gumtree and maybe get me a cheap bike. Can I um, can I ask you a question yeah. relating to the house move that I wanted to ask earlier? Mm-hmm. Um, given because you must you must feel some sense of relief that obviously the house move is done. Um, Max is here and healthy. Mm-hmm. So um, the things that have been preoccupying you for the last year are over. So um, I want to know, how does it now feel to live in the house that you may very well die in? <laughs> um, I, hadn't, I hadn't considered it that way. I'm very conscious of the fact that we are going to be there for a really long time because mm-hmm. the plan is we moved there so that because the, the schools are uh, – not, if I pause then, it's because I heard myself with the ears of me five, ten years ago and I never thought I'd say, oh, we you, moved here because of the schools. You've got kids, priorities changed, it's fine. Yeah, but I've always thought it's nuts thinking it because he's, they're not going to be going to school for a few years. So it's kind it's of... important. Yeah. We lucked in. Yeah, we happened, schools, we happened to live in an area where there was a school that I really liked. So. Yeah, so... Um, and so does Scarlett, importantly. So um, we've... Yeah, so I've been thinking more in terms of how long we're going to be there. And it does make any imperfections with the house, Mm. like the concrete ones that you can't get around, like the fact that we've got a very steep drive. You are an incredible – it's funny. As someone I grew up in Winchester, Mm -hmm. which is in Winchester, um, if you're not going downhill, you're going uphill. 
Yeah. It's one of those cities. It is, it's hills everywhere. Well, and, and, you, and this is... Your, the hill you live on reminds me very much of, like, I lived uh, at the start of a hill. I was quite lucky, but, you know, I'd, it, it reminds me very much of where I grew up. Our drive, though, it's weird. Compared to other the drives on either side, partly mm. because of what people have done with their drives, but partly because of the lay of the hill as well. Yeah. It's a steep drive, but it's also... Uh, I'm I'm moving my hand it's in a, a way that... It's a strange camber. Why aren't you videoing this? Um, yeah, it's like it is a strange camber. So one side of the one side of the drive mm. is actually a relatively decent incline yeah. and the other side, your, your car's... Yeah, Nicola had extraordinary trouble getting her head around parking on your drive. What, watching odd. the lorries try and... Because the lorries, mm. we got removals men uh, because that's just how middle class we are now. Um, we got removals men and they tried to back the lorry mm. up at one point to make it easier and it was, an, it was a hilarious nightmare yeah, watching them because they managed to get it part way up mm. but they're in this weird situation where because of the way a lorry suspension works mm-hmm. it 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 managed to pretty much right itself but yeah. so they were leaving the uh the lorry and the it was like crazy house rules on yeah. the on the floors uh the, the crazy house is a is a reference to uh the those weird novelty places that you get at fairgrounds and stuff i'm not mm. i'm not qualified uh, I'm not, not a qualified about, clinician. You're not talking about psychiatric institutions. No, no, I'm not talking about psychiatric. Um, uh, but, but so, and actually one of the removals men fell over because he was, uh, at one point, but not in a way that, that we could get sued about, uh, because he was in, inside the lorry, the, the floor was at one angle and mm. outside it was immediately at another angle. Brilliant. And so it was a little bit odd. Um, but, so yeah, it is a little bit weird. And and what worries me more than the the slightly scary drive, which I mm. I have a lot of trouble getting in and out of when I'm driving because I'm still not a very good driver. If it's we, a very busy road. If as well. we get an icy day, you are you are at the very best you're going to get away with a, a, a sore coccyx. We um that when we first viewed the house, I refused. I, I yeah. didn't what well, I didn't want to and it's a lovely house, but I yeah. didn't want us to go for it because I was really worried about mm. Amy taking a spill with the boys and the other thing is it's a very busy road people mm. go it's a 30 mile limit road but people go way faster oh it's, man yeah if you if you slip out your drive yeah that's it you're going for about half a mile down that road yeah and so I'm quite I am quite worried that yeah. that this is the road I'm not worried about road noise mm. but I am worried that we've gone from a residential street to a road that's much mm. more of an artery and the boys are right it, when mm. the boys are leaving, they're going to grow yeah. up facing onto a road, so they'll get used to it. But yeah. I, I worry too much about it. I, yeah, I, I the boys will be it. fine. But other than that, I mean, is this the house I'm going to die in? Maybe I don't mind. Mm. I, it's um, well, I think I already live in mine. I mean, we yeah. we intend to stay. Although it's not a big place, we're almost certainly not going to have more children. Mm-hmm. So, um, and uh, looking at the news today. Uh, over forties and mortgages um, just don't happen. Yeah. So uh, I'm quite happy. I and mean, there are certain things that I want to change about our house, but we've got a plan to make it viable for the long term for us. So. Once you once you're in a position to make that, well, not in a position, mm. but once you make that decision, I yeah. think because I am thinking about things I'll do, I might do to mm. this place while we've got, and we saved a bit of money by not going with the solicitors that the estate agent suggested mm. to us we didn't go countrywide we went with someone more i think the solicitor was as bad as they would have been had we gone with countrywide but we saved quite a lot of money I, that f- way from, so, from personal experience and the experience of others i don't think there's that many solicitors that deal with house moves that are 
my argument there is always, you know, if if it's your ambition to become a solicitor, how many um, of those would it be their ambition to become a solicitor that deals almost exclusively with house moves? I'm I'm guessing very few. Yeah. You know, that's not what you want to specialise at really, is it? We had this weird situation where where our estate agent was actually really good. But the solicitors were not good. Yeah. I think the people who bought off us, who were a lovely young couple, we get to talk about other mm. couples like that now. Yeah. Um, they were a lovely young couple just at the start of, I think the house we vacated is going to mean that we sold is going to mean as much to them, although they were both younger mm. than I was when mm. I moved in there. Um, it's going to end up meaning as much to them. It's a really nice, cozy little house, our it old was. house. Yeah, it's got it's a nice garden and stuff mm. like that. So, um, and they were lovely. They Need were very patient. Hmm? Need to fence. Yeah, on one side. Yeah. I think that's happening this summer. Yeah. Um, but they were love, and they were so helpful. The, okay. So they were really patient. Mm. We got to the new house and I kind of decided I was going to introduce, partly because the lorries <coughs> that were moving us in, were blocking driveways mm-hmm. on either side. So I thought I'd go and apologize to our neighbors on either side and also mm. introduce myself. On one side, they, they seem nice, but it's hard to know how much of that is just that you are nice when your neighbor, there's a certain sort of middle class. So, so I've got an idea. Yeah. Um, uh, if you stand with your back to your front door, mm-hmm. we're, we're assuming that that's the left and right of the, so the people to the left that are uphill, yeah, they are. They're they're nice, uh, or they've been very pleasant so far. Um, uh, it's the, there's this weird situation where we we already knew that the previous owner of our house had had a legal dispute with them because it was happening while we were trying to buy the house. I, so I, it's kind I saw of, them on the way out of your house. They seem kind of uh, atypical alpha male types, but they've but, got a lot of cars. But but yeah, but but seem all right. We uh. We have a decent sized driveway. Mm. It's not something that w- was on our checklist. No. Uh, everyone likes off road parking. Oh, I'm not fussed. But, um, but I don't drive. But uh, we a big driveway was not. But the weird thing about those houses is part of the reason they have big driveways mm. is because y- you can't, you couldn't have put a house. Yeah. That close to the road because of the hill. Absolutely. So it's kind of. Well, I know the main criteria for you, I remember, was, um, you wanted somewhere for your domestic staff to live comfortably. Yeah, well, there's that as well. Uh, yeah. So there's a, there's a, a, a comfortable, uh, we can comfortably fit two cars on our driveway. Mm. Um, and they've got roughly the same amount of space, but they always have at least four cars mm. on their driveway that they're all bigger than, mm. and they're all alpha male style yeah. cars. They seem nice. I mean, they mm. seem really nice. The other side, though, um, I went and introduced myself to them, and they were lovely. Mm. And I went to Amy and I said, they seem really nice. Mm. But again, part of me is naturally naturally mm. suspicious of, um, like, we've moved into a family area, mm-hmm. predominantly white, uh, predominantly middle class, I guess, yeah. family area, and... I think that the majority of people mm. living in an area like that, if someone turned up at their door and said, we're your new neighbours, mm. they would be nice to them. Yeah. Not because they're nice, but because that's how polite people mm-hmm. behave. And I don't know that necessarily the minute we, the minute they close the door, mm. um, 
they didn't immediately start talking about oh he looked a bit foreign what was do you know what i mean i don't, I don't know i don't know what i don't know what happens behind the closed doors in those households you didn't because stand, i never grew up did you stand at their door go hello boy peeps <laughs> hello so we just moved in me me and my white bride no i, I don't i can eat kebab van outside is it okay <laughs> chili sauce so it sounds like I have a different, I, I have a different positive expectation mm. of people like that. But actually, it's it's more that I have, it's more that I have an expectation that what people are like superficially mm. is not what people are like once they close the doors. So it's sort of. Can I can I just say as well that I feel that I have permission uh, mm. to do a racially insensitive voice like that because of my friendship with you. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. As long as you only do Greek Cypriots, very yeah. specifically Greek Cypriots. I can't be racist about Greek Cypriots because. One of my best friends is yeah. a, a Greek Cypriot. Um, I mean, all of my other friends are white, but, you know. Similarly, I can say whatever I like about Turks because they invaded my home country. Yeah, bastards. Uh, so, but they, like that evening, mm. and again, this could just be yeah. superficial, but that evening, the people mm. on that side, we got a card through the door from oh, them lovely. saying, welcome to oh. like, uh, your new, and, and that was lovely. And, and so... And we got a card from the people we'd sold the house to, uh, congratulating us on the new, like, baby and stuff like that, which was Mm. like, these are not things people have to do. They are nice things. Anyway, Mm. I'm not sure my, I'm not sure how I got onto that. What was I talking about? How nice the people were that you live around. No, before that. Uh, you were worrying about, uh, the boys falling, uh, down the driveway. Something about their penises as well. You were talking about their penises a long time ago. I'll tell you what was, uh, really threw me when, uh, I was looking after Noah, was, uh, all right, it'd been a while since I changed a nappy. Happy to report my nappy foo is as strong as it ever was. Mm. I can, I change a nappy very quickly. But, um, but I wasn't used to, uh, I was very surprised when I came across a pair of testicles and a penis. Boy junk. Yeah, what, what the fuck is this? What, why this is, how'd you wipe, how'd you wipe this stuff? What? It's very, uh, something that's quite, uh, difficult to get used to is that you can actually be well not rough with it but you, like it all looks so delicate mm. and sometimes there's you know sometimes you have to wipe it yeah because sometimes it's got st- poop on it poo and shite, to be honest, shit. if he's if he's been weak you should wipe it anyway well yeah you know, yeah but, but sometimes sometimes the the the, the uh the poo a, anyone who's ever had a scrotum or seen one mm. uh will know that there are even in a very uh, small child's scrotum, mm. there are... Um, it's like the moon. It's like a walnut or, or the moon, yeah? You don't... It's not a smooth surface, mm. so stuff doesn't just stick to it. It kind of... So sometimes you have to properly wipe it. And I... Knowing how mine feel, mm. they're a very sensitive area of the body. Yeah, Apparently you can just get yeah, I don't get think they feel like that. As are, I, I don't remember being particularly aware of mine until, until, my, later, until yeah. my adolescence. It's... Um, it, it, yeah, it, I, I, I wondered how, how you would relate to that because when, mm. when we were th- wondering whether we'd have a boy mm. or a girl, I did wonder what it'd be like. Yeah. But I mean, uh, cha- changing a little girl's nappy because. Oh, it's I a was, lot easier because it's, uh, more smooth surfaces. <laughs> See, I thought, uh, I th- always thought it'd be harder cleaning a boy. Always, always wiped down. Yes. Always. But I think that's the same with boys as well. Otherwise, you just get it all on their tummy. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, but, you know, it doesn't feel quite so bad as, like, forcing it into the crevasses of their vagina. Um, so, uh, yeah, so I did wonder, 
and I think this is a concern with a second child anyway. It wasn't, it wasn't that big a gap. It was a 20 month gap between the two of them. But the whole time I have been thinking, I can't even, it's only, it's such a short time ago that yeah. we were having to hold and change the clothes of and look after a, a tiny baby. Yeah. And you get really used to it, but then you forget about it almost straight away because suddenly you're you're you've got a toddler that you can throw around and like yeah. that keeps bumping their head mm. and you're terrified and then they're fine yeah and stuff like that um and so i was quite worried mm. about uh, and i'm still a little bit nervous of changing his clothes because mm-hmm. baby clothes are quite oh, i remember being terrified the first time i had to it was it was literally minutes after she'd been born Nicola had been knocked out for a general anaesthetic to get her out, get Scarlett out of the sunroof. Mm-hmm. Having this baby plonked in front of me, I'm like, well, how, how can I move her without breaking all of her limbs? Yeah. It, it's quite, I'm, I'm used to holding them. Yeah. But, um. I still, even, even with your son, I, I, I will care for him very much in the same way that I do. I love him even <laughs> in the same way that I do with Noah, but I'm not very good at holding little babies. Yeah. I just don't, I, I feel anxious. Changing the clothes is harder, mm-hmm. and I worry a lot about his nappies. Luckily, they very quickly get out of the habit of weeing while you're changing their nappy, so Good. he's already not doing that as yeah. much as he was before. But um, we're not going to cover nearly as much as, as we possibly could because so much has... Well, there's plenty to talk about So next much week. has happened. Mm. Um, it's nice to be back podcasting, though. Yeah, it really is. I mean, that's the weirdest thing. I've is, forgotten how much I enjoy this. This is literally the longest break since we started podcasting we we have never had so many weeks off no i mean i i know i've i've been a bit intermittent certainly with the other one we do my commitment's been a bit wavery while i've been um uh suffering ill health but um yeah it's been a long long break really weird mm. i didn't have the internet for this is the strange thing about moving into a house mm. that used to be a rental property uh, is and then got renovated that he he did loads of work really to it. nicely it's a really lovely house i'm looking forward to being invited up for it, you know, I'd like I'd like to play some tabletop games in your house. It feels like it's built for it. Actually, I want to talk to you. I want to get into tabletop gaming. Okay, okay we can talk about that stuff. That's I cool. need to do. Um, maybe not today. Maybe we could talk about it next week. Yeah, the uh, I do like tabletop gaming. So um, it's yeah, w- d- but what they've done is, and you could see when we were first looking at it on Google Street mm. View, even from the last time the Google car went past it to when they Mm. put it on the market, it had changed and he was still doing work on it while it was on the market. And one of the things they'd done is they'd obviously redone some of the walls and stuff. All of the defunct and people who live in rented accommodation, this probably isn't going to sound weird at all, but uh, certainly it's not something I've experienced in the last few years. Um, Because any of the rental places I have lived in were the owner had just lived mm, there yeah. and then moved oh, away okay. and were keeping hold of it and stuff. Um, one of the removals guys was looking around and he said, I haven't noticed any phone. I don't know why he was looking for it specifically. Mm. There aren't any phone lines or internet or um, aerial sockets anywhere because so there weren't. They'd had cable. It, yeah. At some point they'd had a satellite dish. Mm. All of the wires had been severed from that. So the satellite mm-hmm. dish is still there, but everything's gone. And they'd obviously, they still had a Virgin Media thing, which we couldn't have because it was too, a bit more than mm. we, we wanted to spend. Um, but everything else had obviously been removed at some point and then just yeah. painted or plastered over, yeah. which wasn't the case at our old house. At our old house, everything was just left yeah. there. So we were like, well, what, I mean, this sounds ridiculous. We were like, well, what do you? 
we had exactly the same Dude. issue when we moved into the place we live now. So over, over Christmas, I remember not having TV over Christmas. It's very weird, and yeah. I and I didn't have the internet for I didn't have the internet for about two weeks either, which was That's very horrible. strange. Um, uh, so we watched a lot of terrestrial TV because a friend, as a as a housewarming present, knew our predicament, so got us one of those mm. portable. You just plug it into the back. It's an aerial. You plug yeah. into the back of the TV and stuff. So um, and it goes. The screen goes funny every time a a, a bus or something yeah. goes past outside. Um, back to the eighties. Yeah, it's really weird mm. and quite quite cool. But you know, I'd resisted CBBS up to point. So we'll talk yeah. about this at some point. Mm-hmm. I still don't like him, but I am amazed by the effect that CBeebies has on just chill- toddlers, he was especially something he, special. He, yeah, yeah he, he, no, I was watching a fair bit of CBeebies, or he was. Um, uh, we, we will be seeing Mr. Tumble Liven in the flesh this summer. I don't like the idea of that. Mm, well, Maybe Scarlet's you can take Noah. I don't. <laughs> for ex- well, I would, but it's like five days camping. So I'm not okay, sure. well, good. Then, then I I'm, don't. Then I don't have to worry about. I'm not it. sure I'm going to offer to pay for in the come, come to camp festival with us. I've been. Um, I, I am still much happier with sticking him in front of the one Ghibli film he likes and uh, and a bunch of. Uh, m- Maybe steadily more inappropriate. So I've got to take the Sarah Silverman song off the playlist because it's, it's less and less is lovely. It, it's um, it, in small doses. I think um, the the programs are very well made as a rule, very educational, very worthwhile. There's a lot more. If he's watching TV, there's an awful lot more crap for them to watch than that. I don't know if you wait. It could be you know, my my daughter will just sit there and binge on My Little Pony at the moment if I let her, which is I don't. I don't know though if it seems like it might be educational, but at the same time, it doesn't make sense because okay, they don't have adverts. I they, really, Mister Tumble, I like a lot, and I like it because um, it's very good for uh, early language development because it uses Makaton signing, which um, many nurseries use um, to help kids with early language development, and I also think it normalises kids with special needs as well. So I was really happy that Scarlett liked it because for those two reasons, mm-hmm. it's educational. She was getting the Makaton from it. And also it was normalizing people that she wouldn't necessarily come into day to day contact with. So it's, a, which, which I think is all very noble and worthy. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, it is very noble and worthy, but I can't get past the fact that at the very end, every time Mr. Tumble signs mm. off, uh, people who don't, People who haven't ever seen this, basically the one guy plays all of the characters. Yeah. So, uh, uh, and he's also there as Justin, himself. Justin Just, Fletcher. Uh, and at the same time as he's there, mm. he's, uh, as himself with the mm. kids and then they, and then he, he sends camera to Mr. Mm. Tumble and Mr. Tumble does his bit. I quite like Mr. Tumble. I didn't think I would. He kind mm. of creeped me out to begin with. I like, so I um, like Granddad Tumble's my favourite. Yeah, I like Have him. Have you seen the boy? Yeah. yeah. So, um, so I quite like that. But the thing that just gets me every time mm. and makes me not trust him, not right. because I think there's anything creepy, just because yeah. I don't think it's a good character trait, um, is when he signs off, when Mr. Tumble signs mm. off, Justin says to the kids, uh, uh, he says, Mr. Tumble's our friend, isn't he? And they go, yes. And then he says, and isn't he funny? And, and I'm like, and he signs, I don't think you get to judge that. But he's, he's using, um, keywords and signing, signing them while he's doing it. Mm-hmm. He's our friend, makes us laugh, makes us happy. So he's, he's using keywords and reinforcing those keywords with the, so the he signs. keeps telling the kids, Mr. Tumble's funny and he's our friend. And it's like, 
if a comedian ca- when a mm. just if, when a stand up comedian even laughs at their own jokes, mm. we immediately don't trust but them. But it's more about teaching them. I don't care. It's it's weird. I, uh, do you know what I find weird? Your reaction to to Mister Tumble. I seems... mean, I'd be if Justin's house, which is another one of the shows he's done. I can't stand it. I, I'd be, but I, I something special, so lovely. Let the children decide. If one of the children said, "I I like Mister Tumble. He's funny," then that would be one thing. But, but you don't you don't get to be the clown and then tell the kids that the clown is funny because that's just telling them, "Aren't I a great performer?" That's what he's doing. No, he's there no, saying, "I'm no, a great he's performer." Not. He's teaching them keywords and the signs for them. It's what he's doing. Okay, you are not. My friend, you do not make me laugh. I'm doing the signs. He is. He's doing the. He's doing the signs. <laughs> now he's doing another sign. But I don't. Um, I don't think that one's Makaton. That's not Makaton. That's more sort of uh, Anglo-Saxon. I think. Um. So yeah, it's been an it's been an interesting couple of weeks. I want when you were talking about uh, uh, parents, your parents, and crying <laughs> earlier on. I was just thinking that my entire family came up to visit for the weekend. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, and. Uh, so that well, not my entire family. My uh, the, the sister and her husband and their boys came, mm. and they brought my parents. Okay. And so, that, but my parents didn't stay at the house. Mm. So there was lots of weirdness, uh, which we can talk about uh, some other time. Like my dad mm. is my dad is really phobic of dogs, and mm. and so we had to keep the dogs away, and that made for mm. some weird stuff with yeah. their boys who aren't used to the dogs either. Okay. Um. But so, and my parents were staying at a hotel, so we spent a lot of time mm. with my sister and their boys and and um, and her husband, and um, so we we stuck Tangled on. Uh, oh, I like Tangled too because it's a it's a bit of a favourite. Mm. Um, it's a bit of a favourite with us anyway. And one of my sister's two boys, uh, the younger of my sister's mm. two boys, identifies as a princess. So it's kind of. Cool. He he loves the Disney princesses anyway, and mm-hmm. and I think that I, so I I stuck Tangled on. Oh man, he get on with Scarlet. And every time um the 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 re, the the my fa- the the thing I like about Tangled one of the things I like about Tangled is it's got a kind of a classic Disney villain, but she's also a really grown up villain in that mm. she's basically just a if you she's the She's the present parent figure. Mm. The actual king and queen, mm-hmm. although they are the biological parents, you never mm. see them. No. And uh, so I was talking to my sister. Uh, my sister's really the only other person who laughed at this as much as I did. Mm. We were watching, uh, it's the song Mother Knows Best. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's just... Listen to your mumsy. When she first turns up, uh, when she first turns up, she's sort of just negging uh, Rapunzel constantly. Mm. She sort of says to her. She keeps saying horrible things to her, and then going, "Oh, I'm only kidding. You're beautiful." Blah blah blah. And uh, and uh, I said to my sister, we were talking about the character and and what she's like, um, and similarities to parent figures that we have met and maybe experienced in the past. And I said, "Oh, I think I might have just. Re- I might. I think I might have realised why the first time I saw this, I lo- when she came on, I laughed." And then burst into tears. <laughs> <laughs> I've never quite been able to put my finger on it before, but um, which is uh, only a slight exaggeration. Uh, the uh, no, I, I had a similar experience. I didn't cry, but I, I recognise it. I, th- I I've thought about this a lot, 
I don't think we've necessarily got time to talk about um, talk about Frozen too much. But I, I, the more I watch Tangled, the more I think Frozen could be as good a film if they mm. cut a whole if they cut the whole Prince thing. Yeah, it's baffling and frustrating that that Tangled is, I think, in pretty much every way, apart from the songs, yeah. the superior film. But Frozen gets the gets the the high praise, whereas Tangled you very rarely hear talked about. And Tangled's a better film. Mm. I think the, it's, it's animated better. I think it's a better story, yeah. better characters. Certainly a much more empowered female lead. Feels like a more grown up mm. film it, as well. But it hasn't got Let It Go. So no, but. If you, I was thinking about this. If you remove the prince, there's only one song linked to that prince charming who turns out not Actually, to be a true. prince. Actually, it's true. Yeah, if you if you actually get rid of the really weird Arna and the prince thing going on, because uh, the villain could have been any one of a number of. Well, the excellent thing about that film mm. is the villain. Well, actually, is, of course, is um, yeah. I can't remember her name. Elsa. Elsa. Mm. The, the villain is Elsa, and mm. in any other f- what you're seeing. Mm. In any other story about the Ice yeah. Princess or whatever, she's mm. the villain. So. Well, I, I guess the hope is, though, is there's a new one coming out. And um, Anna has, has hopefully grown as a character from mm. those experiences. I hope that the second Frozen will be a lot more empowering. I see no reason why it shouldn't be, because you've got two strong, confident mm. young women as... God, I sounded a bit like N- Nigel Farage. Yeah, really. That was his tone of speaking, isn't it? <sighs> really, the only thing I, 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 I mean, I'm, I, 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 it bothers me more from a story perspective than all of this feminist garbage you're spouting. But, uh, no, I, I agree. It, it, but, but it's important for me bringing up a young girl who identifies with this stuff is I don't want her to get trapped into this Disney princess mindset that I, I think can be quite, um, dangerous if you allow it to be. I'm, I'm fascinated by the family dynamic in both of those films. Mm. And that story, it's yeah. like a bit of an old Disney film just crammed in there and it doesn't yeah. even fit as a story. Yeah, no. Anyway, we've been away for a few weeks. Yes. I think we're back. I think we're back. I think yeah. this was a good episode. Yeah. Uh, this is Two Grown Men. You can uh, talk to both James and I on Twitter, listener, if you're still yeah. here. Uh, you can talk to James and I on Twitter. I'm Nick Sight. Uh, and I'm James M-O-M-B. And there is a, a, a 2GM Twitter account. It's 2GM Pod. You can also email us at 2GMPodcast at gmail.com. You can subscribe to us anywhere first, where podcasts can be subscribed to. It's the first time you've done that without a question mark at the end. Of yeah, I know. It's amazing. Yeah. I think I'm growing as a person. Maybe. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, I, I just I think, thought your trousers were tight. That's yeah. Uh, I think, I think the tagline that we failed to really make land last time is the, is the best tagline, uh, that, that we could possibly have come up with. We promise at, at least five good minutes in every episode or your money back. And hopefully we've delivered that this yeah. week. We'll be back next week with more hit sounds from the sixties. <laughs> and now Batman Turner Overdrive. <laughs> you ain't seen nothing yet. Bye bye, pop pickers. Bye bye. <laughs>